Well, hello there. My name is James, and welcome to the show, You Know What I Love? Now, I am a professional audiobook narrator, but I want to talk about things other than audiobooks and voiceovers, though we may visit that at some point in time. But for right now, I invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show while my friends and I get together and answer the question together, you know what I love? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of my show, You Know What I Love? This week, it's just going to be me. Didn't invite anybody on and really just kind of wanted to do this by myself because this one particular love, well, for lack of better terms, is real personal to me. I, I love this one. It goes all the way back to my childhood. So to answer this week's question, you know what I love? Vinyl records. Absolutely love them recently got back into them uh, as of like a couple of years ago got a like it's like my very own uh, vinyl record player was actually given to me as a Christmas present thank you for that Laurie I appreciate that and since then my wife myself and my kids have been using it almost every single week if not every single day and as with most record players or vinyl record players, whatever you want to call them, our vinyl record collection is starting to grow, you know, little by little. Not like, say, on an everyday purchase, we have to go out and find like the newest record or, oh, let's go get this band and add it to our collection. No, it's just whenever we're in the store, we happen to see one that we like, you know what, this could sound good in our house. Let's go and get that one kind of thing. This actually started for me like this whole love of vinyl records goes all the way back to single digit age childhood where I had and many of you could possibly relate to this I call it the Fisher Price special it was like this blue and white vinyl record player you could close the top lid latch it and carry it almost like a suitcase with this kind of blue plastic handle and then whenever you wanted to listen to a record you lay it down open the latch up 90 degrees the latch, the hatch, after you've unlatched it, excuse me, and then open the lid, plug it into the wall, the whole record unit itself, put on whatever record you wanted to listen to, and off you went. You're ready to go. I still remember to this day the first three records that I had on vinyl, or first three albums, if you will. One was the entire soundtrack to... Disney's Fox and the Hound. And I still remember playing in my room, listening to the sounds of, you know, that uh, that dog and that fox and they're playing together. And then you could hear the sounds of Chief and the owner and the gunshots and the bear and everything. All there on vinyl was awesome. Likewise, I also had Disney's Pinocchio on vinyl, listening to that soundtrack. That was pretty cool. But I think my favorite one is I had Bert and Ernie on vinyl. One side was Ernie's tiger hunt with his trusty rusty elephant gun <laughs> that he had. I can't do a good Ernie impersonation, but I, I give it a good shot. And then on the other side was Ernie's drum set, where I actually think my love for playing drums started there in my wee, you know, single digit life, whatever you want to call it. 
of just listening to Ernie play on his drum set. Nobody's home. He's got the whole house to himself. But then there's that knock on the door. And he stops playing. He goes, hey, someone's at the door. And sure enough, it's his, you know, roommate, Bert, who's knocking on the door. Open up. Again, not a great impersonation of either one of the two, but it nonetheless equally hilarious. And just to hear the banter back and forth and then Ernie wailing away on the drum set in almost like a call and response kind of thing. You know, Bert would knock, 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 knock. Ernie would respond, boom, 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 on his drum set. Oh, fun times, fun times. Speaking of puppet-style drummers, another one that I always enjoyed watching, and my dad would often show this to me, uh, Animal from The Muppet Show. That was a whole different drumming experience right there. I mean, that was hilarious, entertaining to watch. I still remember the episode when he went toe-to-toe with Buddy Rich, the drummer. Ah, that made my heart so happy. And then I started doing a a little bit of research now in my adult years. I'm like, all right, well, let's, let's get some cold hard facts for the folks that are listening here on the podcast, as well as those of you that are watching here on YouTube. Um, did a little digging and come to find out that I, I kind of knew Edison had his hand in this. I mean, as with anything, uh, you know, telephone wise, audio, that kind of stuff, or just general electricity, the actual invention of the vinyl record itself goes back to the year 1930. Now, see, I thought it kind of went further back than that. Uh, the Wikipedia states that it's, there's like some audio recordings that go back as far as like the 1870s by some French person, can't remember the exact name, don't want to butcher it, but then Edison found that he could replicate audio, both recording and playback, by using tin foil on a stylus, which was really cool, but he realized that discs were becoming more prominent in like the year 1910, and that's where it started to take off, but I think in 1930, is when the invention of the long playing record, or LP for short, um, really became established because it was great for shipping, it was great for recording and playback, and all of that fun stuff. And then they just kind of increased from there, you know, various genres, that kind of thing. So going back to the vinyl record player that I have now, the first vinyl record that was actually given to me as a Christmas present, ironically enough, the year before I got my record player now, was Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. And I gotta tell you, there's just something magical about sitting down, listening to a vinyl record, starting with the very first track, you drop that needle on the very outermost edge of the vinyl, and you just listen to it all the way through. Then there's that familiar rough scratching sound once you get to the middle of the record. Indicates that you need to flip it over and continue your adventure, your journey. And that's exactly what it is. Vinyl records were meant to be played as a whole. As like this whole experience to sit down and enjoy. Whether you enjoy a soda, glass of water, or maybe you're a wine drinker. Or maybe you're like me, you enjoy a good glass of bourbon or rum. Or sit down with a good cigar outside. Or um, a good pipe, you know, whatever flavor pipe tobacco you want in there. 
be it aromatic or non-aromatic. I actually prefer aromatics, but that's a whole different topic. I actually did an episode on that a little while back. Go check it out. But all that to say that it's an experience, you know? You sit there and you listen to it from start to finish. And by doing so, you were therefore being invited in by the artist who wrote this entire album. You're invited into their creative space, their mindset, if you will, as to this work of art that they have created. And they wanted to let you know what their mindset was, what message they're trying to state, or even if it's just simply as they wanted to create a, um, a room tone or an environment. Know what I mean? And we'll just take Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, for example. From start to finish, it's just a seamless transition from one song to another. And next thing you know, 45 minutes have gone by and you're like, oh my gosh, that was such a great experience. And that's what vinyl records should be, is leaving you with that sense of, wow, that was a great experience. And likewise, every other record that we've listened to that we've kept have had equal, if not more so, experiences like that, regardless of genre. And so, in closing, what I will say is that a lot of people are saying, wow, vinyl records are making a huge comeback. And to that, I will say, hmm, maybe, depends on who you are. Like, even there's a website that I'll read from here right now from statista.com that says, the surprising comeback of LPs. The LP continued its unlikely comeback in 2013, with vinyl album sales in the United States reaching 6 million units, as opposed to CD sales, which declined 14.5%, and digital album sales, which stagnated, declined, slumping to 289.4 million from 316 million in 2012. So he goes on to say more about, you know, people listening to more music on Spotify and Pandora. But then there's this, you know, uptick in vinyl record sales. I would actually wager to argue that vinyl records really never made a comeback because they never left. They've been around for so long that, you know, as quickly as technology is increasing, I would wager to say that the focus just merely shifted to something else. Because, think about it, if you preserve and care for vinyl records, how long do they last? Quite a long while. Let me ask you this, how long does your tape cassette last before it finally wears out? I mean, those of us who are old enough to remember, I mean, you can stick that pencil and twist the tape cassette to where it rewinds itself, but eventually that tape wears out. Vinyl record? Shoot, you could probably have the same one around for a hundred years, I'd bet, and it'd still sound the same. A CD? No. Those lasers wear out over time, you gotta get them replaced, or, heaven forbid, you scratch that CD, <laughs> you're done. But vinyl records? I'd be willing to say they'll be around for at least another hundred years. That'd be pretty neat. For right now, that's all I've got for today, folks. Just wanted to share my love of vinyl records for you. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. And as always, peace be with you. And as they say in show business, that's a wrap. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in this week. I really appreciate it. 
If you'd like to be a guest on the show, then feel free to message me at wherever you find me on social media at The Voice of James. And until next time, make it happen and make it awesome.